Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Back with another episode. We are like a little over halfway through the NBA season, which are is we ridiculous. Really? Yeah, I know. Dude, I'm already ready for the playoffs. Oh my God. You already ready for the playoffs? I'm ready, ready. for the playoffs too. It's going to be a what? lot of good matchups. Yes. But no, we already got, we still every night we have great basketball. The Yo. closer we are to the playoffs, the closer we are to the end of the season, which I don't like. That ain't nothing though, because I got people DMing me talking about free agency. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's, that's going to happen. Bro. <laughs> That's Can we happen. get to the playoffs? Like that's just a right. It's gonna part. be stuff in the playoffs that's gonna determine some of those facts. But I want to shout out to everybody. Uh, breaking news since the last episode: that boy out there in New York, number six, Chris Stapps, Chris Stops. However you want to say it, unblock me. Shout out to Kenny and congratulations the rest of y'all for, for for helping with the tweets and um, you know he unblocked me, sent me a DM. Said it was a misunderstanding, miscommunication. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know if that part actually happened, but I know he unblocked you. I don't I know if the DM happened. tweet someone that day also saying. I right, that's what made me tweet him because he, oh. he blocked someone else on accident, right. I guess. It looked like he went on a little un- unblocking spree. Facts. I don't even know how you block someone on accident. Especially yeah. someone you don't follow like him. Now he didn't I know, block on accident. I, I oh. know what actually happened with Chris Stops and you. Huh? I feel like I know what well, you know what happened, but my theory is you know how sometimes NBA players go onto Twitter after games, they type in their name to see what the world is talking about with them. He type in Porzingis and your tweets come up because your name on Twitter is Big Stats Porzingis. Yeah. So he's like, Who is this dude with my name? I don't want to see his tweets no more because I want to see what the fans talking about me. Mm-hmm. So he got rid of your tweets. That sound correct, but <laughs> he, the, when he meets him in real life, he'll get it we'll all figure figured out. The, re- we'll the reality of is this because a lot of people ask, a lot of people want to know. So this is what happened. Um, it was a game last year. It was a nationally televised game. I think it was against the Celtics or something. Um, and a foul or some type of call happened, and Chris Stapp's mouth mouth looked like he said the N word, <laughs> but. He didn't, but on Twitter, you know, Twitter is quick. So people posting this video like, oh, he said blah, 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 blah. I got in the mix because that's my boy, and I was defending him. I think since he know damn well he didn't say that, he's just like, why are people even trying to just make up shit? You know what I mean? And he just was like, he typed in it or whatever he looked at, maybe the thread that I was on, and just blocked me because it happened substantially that, like, that day it happened. I remember it, and, like, I was just like, damn, he blocked me, and I, I was taking up for him. So I'm, you know, he he famous. He don't got time to be looking maybe, who maybe defended him. Maybe stories could mix in. Like that's why he was looking at his name because he he heard about that controversy. Yeah, and then he just blocked you because he didn't want to. I, I would I wouldn't I wouldn't think that my story was true if it didn't happen in, in like the same time span. But it did, so I, that's what made me say that. But hey, just welcome back. Yeah, welcome, welcome back. back. Um, <laughs> let, can we talk about the OKC Spurs game? Oh man! One of the best games of the season. Is, that's my question. Is it the is it the game of the year? Is it the game we went to in New York? Speaking of Chris, that ah, uh, I don't know. It I, may be that one because we got so many like career games. We had Jeremy Grant going off for a career game. Terrence Ferguson, obviously Lamarcus yeah. Aldridge, mm-hmm. and then we had the twenty twenty and ten game. So it may have been that game. And then they also went to two OTs. Yeah, which is wait the game we went to in New York went to one it or could have went to two. Went to two. Yeah, could have went to oh, two. Okay. But, uh, wait, did it go to Brooke Lopez? I thought it was, well, oh, that may have. I think made it went to two. I, I think, think it went, went to two. two. But that made it three. No. <clears throat> Brooke Lopez missed that free throw at the end of the game in the first overtime. I'll get, I'll get it exactly. But it might be the game of the year. We weren't even watching it the whole game because we were out like together bowling, bowling and stuff. Right. But we were watching at the, the bowling there. alley. Yeah, they had the game there, so that was nice. I, I, was, I was on my feet 
watching Lamarcus kill. Yeah, he was. Lamarcus scored. He, you would have thought he was in the arena with him. Yeah, the whole bowling alley heard about Lamarcus scoring the ball because Lamarcus is Derrick's guy, and I, I respect that. It was just such a very good game. Um, the refing is something that maybe we need to talk about. That's be- definitely a topic I had written down because that Paul George technical. Yes, that that just that was- killed it because in a double overtime game, a player clapping his hands at you should not warrant a technical foul. I'm sorry. If it's early in the game, you want to throw a warning out, like, listen, you can't do that. That's fine. But in the double OT game, that that may have been the moment where it's just like, okay, this is a Spurs game because all the momentum was there because that should have been an and one if we being real with each other because yeah. he was highly hit. And um, no foul, and the refs thought that was too much. The the whole clapping was too much. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, the refs get definitely got to be better with that. I just think uh, sometimes the refs are too sensitive and they overreact to certain things. It be killing me because I feel like they pick and choose sometimes. Like, I see Paul George do something like that, get a fat attack, but then I see Draymond Green, like, do the most. And I know Draymond Green got the history, so everybody try to be give him a little patience and everybody don't want to always uh, give him a T. But, you like, you got to set a certain standard. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, you can't be letting this person do this and then, like, it, that's when they get messy. Right. And I think they, they got to do that at the beginning of the game. And another part I think about is a lot of the players, every after every type of layup or any any contact, they always look at the ref. Yeah. So I feel like they just put the refs in tough situations to just make those calls because they don't want to seem like biased in any type of way because they may have missed a call there. And what's even worse than that, in my opinion, is when if I'm postering somebody, I will flex on their yes. ass. Right. And That's you like get a tech worst. for that nowadays. That is the worst. Like I swear to God, that is crazy to me. How is how is flexing on somebody any different than when you hit a three in somebody's face? You put a three to the dome or something like that. It's both taunting. So why is that a tech and the other one is not? Because you're doing it more like. Directly at them Yeah you're like in there. But do you think That's still warranted Of a technical foul No Because when Lar- Who did Laurie posterize yeah. And then that's same the night Jalen Brown posterized Yeah that's Vucevic. the first thing That it came up. Both got teed up And it's been that way All season long If I you do that's how anything Giannis gets All of his tees Yeah because Giannis <laughs> do be catching He catch a lot of bodies Out there It's just the ref In this year Has been so crazy And I hate to say that Because every time A team loses A close game if you go on Twitter, the fans are giving that L to the refs. The refs missed this call. The refs didn't do this. The refs didn't do that. And I hate that. I hate when player when people blame the refs on a game. But in this situation, in that OKC versus Spurs game, that moment itself really changed the game. How serious are y'all taking the thunder? Oh, you, you look like you're getting into what this, this episode is about. Okay. Uh, so we, we'll say that one. We'll okay. say that one. We'll say that one. Um, but... Very serious, if I'm giving it in, in a couple words. Um, did y'all see Marcus Morris and Jalen Brown? Yes. Yeah. Got into a little scuffle in the huddle. Um, had to be broken up. Do y'all think anything of this? No. Now, my question, my main question is, would the Celtics ever turn this around? Or do they need to make a trade? Which Talk to me. What y'all think? I think they need to make a trade, but I don't think it has to do with those two players. Marcus Morris having a career year. I think it more has to do with what they can flip Terry Rozier into yeah. because his trade stock is, like, plummeting. But yeah, because also he's not playing that much either. But when he is playing, he's just not very good. Like, yeah. this is not the year we thought he was going to have after leading them. I remember being on Twitter getting into it people because people were saying, I kept saying Terry Rozier is not that. Y'all remember that in the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah, that was – don't see. I hate to be that. I told you. They were prisoners they, of the moment. Everybody is a prisoner of the moment. Just like this. That's why it's so frustrating. Like Luka Doncic. Yeah. You know, I think he's a phenomenal player. I think he's going to be a great player. But don't be a prisoner of the moment because then, like, then shit like the Donovan Mitchell things happen. 
You know what I mean? Like what you mean? Like Donovan Mitchell was a talk of the NBA last year. Now people just. He's rented up. Not yeah. A, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. He, he, he is. But he, he he wasn't even doing bad. But I just mean like it was so. He was just like a phenomenon every year. But every year is like that with one rookie. One rookie's gonna be the king of the NBA. Who, always. Who was the rookie before that? That draft class was ass. So it was nobody. <laughs> it was nobody. But I mean, I guess no. It could have been Joel Embiid. That was technically his rookie season. Yeah. He didn't work at year because he only played thirty games or forty games or whatever. But we always got a JoJo's incident or a JoJo highlight. So it might have been Joel Embiid that season. I can't count him just because he had been in the league like three years at that time. Yeah, but he was still he was still technically <laughs> he was still technically rookie. And that's the Brandon Ingram draft with Ben Simmons and, and uh, Bender and all them, uh, Jalen Brown. But yeah, yeah, every year has that one rookie. It seems like, and it's Luca's year. And the way he's playing is warranted. But, like, sometimes me and Mike were talking about this before y'all got here. There was a clip that the NBA tweeted saying, who did it better? It was a step back by James Harden, and there was a step back by Luka Doncic. Mm-hmm. Why are they comparing the two step backs? Both are it. phenomenal I've step backs, it, but like, one of them is on the now. king what of the king. MVP step back. It is, like, maybe the st- best step back of the all double, time. The double step back. Nobody's mimicking that. Nobody's step back is better than that. Mm-hmm. Luka's step back is great. It may be second in the league. It's not better than James Harden's step back. Let's be real. So the but fact that that's compared, an extra step in there, so it's okay. But it's okay because it's legal. <laughs> it's okay because it's legal. But yeah, I, I like I like Luka, Luka Doncic a lot. But um, sometimes it seems like it's getting out of hand. But then again, it's warranted because last night he scored the last like nine for his team and they got the no. win. And that, he had twenty five and ten. That, but that's what rebounds. I'm saying though. It's like he a good player though. Like. It's very good player. Yeah, this I don't understand. Like some of this shit, like shouldn't even. I don't want to say shouldn't be surprising, but at the same time, it really shouldn't be. He's, he's been, been playing with grown men all his life. He's been talked about. Like Luka Doncic has been talked about for the last like three and a half to four years, bro. Like this dude is. I don't. I just don't understand. It just makes me. Like you it, got something on your chest about Luka Doncic. I don't. I, my problem is that I like him, but they make me not like him. Like you can go on my Twitter right now because I know a lot of people even love to do it. Mm-hmm. And look up, put, type his name in. You're going to see me giving him praise before he was ever drafted, before he was ever in the NBA. You're going to see me so actually mad, taking time. Not mad, but putting clips out. people are jumping on that train. Not even a train, but it's how they, like, Contreras said, get out of hand. It, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm glad but, he said that because it does get out of hand. It so gets out of hand. This is the way I always do it. I don't let that determine whether or not I like or dislike a player. I don't like the people. You know, like, no, Luca's great. I, like, I'm going to give him his credit, but it definitely will determine if you like. you Because, I like, everybody goes through that, just like the Warriors. Come on now, come on now. Like the warrior fan, like the the fake warrior fans that you probably know personally or you know damn whatever. It it can it can make you be like, bro. I hope they lose just so your ass can shut up. But it amazes like, me that Kentrell didn't have Luca in his top five rookies. What you mean? Oh, you like my my quick. favorite because he's not my favorite rookie. He might he's definitely the best rookie, but he's not my favorite. Thank you, yeah. thank you for doing and it. That's okay. Th- th- yeah, yes. Okay. yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. He's number six, you. which is good. That's yeah. sixty you. people got drafted. Because number you, six, bro. If you would have, I didn't even see this list. But if you would have said that that man was in your top five favorites, I would have commented on that shit because I didn't. I've never heard <laughs> yeah, speak on him before that. Well, none of these players I know before they came to no, but around the draft time because I went back and listened to an episode because I was trying to really figure out who. Some compare that last episode we did about the comparisons. Right, I right. was really trying to remember, but I wasn't even saying them on the episodes. And I just remember talking about um, certain people. And we was <laughs> in that episode, we were saying the king is going to get Doncic, mm. but which they probably would love to have. To be honest remember, with they you, took that picture and everything. And I was just listening to right, that episode. Yeah, and we him all and was like, man, go on, do it. Yeah, go on, do it. 
Uh, it's it's all it's been Shea Gill just since summer league. He's been my favorite rookie since summer league. He's one of my favorite rookies too. He's super fun. He's super yeah. fun. And uh, though he's not like putting up Trey. crazy numbers, with Trey Young. Yeah, I like. Well, I like the. I like the whole Hawks. Draft. Man, I, I want to talk about the Hawks. Maybe that's what I was thinking about. Kevin Herter is making his way up the list. That was my uh-huh. whole tweet. Like Kevin Herter is slowly yeah. making his way up. Like some of my favorite rookies because the boy he's a he's a flamethrower. He's a flamethrower. That's yeah. what, that's what's cool about these like young teams that are not really playing for much is that people just get the opportunity to show what they facts. Because I mean, yeah, if he's on some other teams, he may not be getting as many. That's why people always try to make the anything Luka Doncic does successful. People try to throw it in the Hawks' face, and I'd be like, "Yo, y'all chilling." I'm gonna continue to say it. I said the last time we talked about him, like they did what they wanted to do and they executed it to get Trey Young and then to get Kevin Huter and then Amari Spellman mm-hmm. like that's the Warriors that, 2.0 that's like a, a you're, you have a goal and you're going for a type of and then you gotta think about, they, they got that pick this year their pick yeah so who and knows they, if, if they draft well with that pick from the Dallas Mavericks this trade can be looked right. at completely different from right now yeah, yeah. like imagine they they games. planning for the future imagine yeah. if they get R.J. Barrett you have Trey Young R.J. Barrett Torian Prince John Collins, you have a Kevin here to but come But Torian Prince is on the trade market. He's also yeah, I don't know yeah, if y'all he's heard missed, that. He's I missed most of the mm-hmm. season, though. He's on the trade market, and they're trying to flip it because they don't want to be the ones paying him once his contract is over. Because right. uh, they believe that he may have hit his ceiling already. Because I think he's he was a three-year college player, I'm pretty sure. That's funny, because um, on 2K, they got him hitting his ceiling. Like, his current overall is what he's going to be. his potential. Yeah. So... And that's why he, he may get traded in my 2K league. He on my team right now. <laughs> and, and with him having such a small contract, a contending team could pick him up for for like close to nothing. Yeah. So that he's another he's a name out there. It makes sense for them because they're gonna be they're gonna be um they're gonna be in, in, in a draft with a high pick. I like their get, team too. To get put, you know, they could get RJ Barrett and move him to three. I don't and, and him here Herder and Trey Young. They got a lot of. They might get the number one pick and get Zion. You ain't even mentioned John Collins, who been hooping. Yeah. I did mention John. Collins. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. John Collins has been hooping. He's averaging like tw- twenty-one and ten over the past like fifteen. Really games. like him. That's what I'm saying. If the weapons can like keep continue to grow around Trey Young. It's gonna make Trey Young a lot better too. Yeah, yeah. That's I like why, that he's that's involved why I like already. Steve Nash comparison. Yeah, was, Damon Stoudemire. That's I don't know if y'all know who that is. Yeah. Damon Stoudemire. Yeah. yeah, that boy got a, He had the flamethrower and he could pass. It's cool because Trey Young is already evolving. And when he mm-hmm. first came to the league, he was chucking them. Yeah, I know I can shoot this three. I'm gonna chuck it. But now he's like shooting two threes a game. He'll make one fifty percent. I'll take it. And he's more facilitating a little bit more. And, and he's actually kind of taking the back seat because John Collins has been so damn good. So that's we might have to I like that, that to coaching Lloyd Pierce. Shout coach. out Lloyd Pierce, so, man. Do you do your thing? Uh, let's get into this game, though. And they beat the 76ers, which is uh, yeah, that's that, a big win. Yeah, so Jim, without Jimmy, Joel, though. Yeah, I don't think Joel was, was there, yeah, but, but that's still. still a bad loss. You can't yeah. lose to the Hawks without you. Yeah, without but that's Kevin Herter, baby. That's what made him grow up that list, man. Kevin Herter been hooping. So I was that one next. game did it? Don't no, I mean, no. He's been good don't for the past that. 10 no, or so games. Didn't Jimmy miss crucial free throws in that game at the Yeah, too. Let's get into the game. All right. So in today's game, we're playing something I like to call contender or pretender all right i'm going to give you a team mm-hmm. and you tell me if you think he's a contender or pretender for giving us a reason and uh maybe that'll spark some debate because there are a lot of teams out here that are good enough good enough records that you would think they're contenders but we always have some of those teams like for example that atlanta hawks team from a few years ago mm-hmm. the best record in the eastern conference but nobody in their right mouth was picking them to win a championship mm-hmm. so they were a pretender so, first team is actually the team that I think is the most polarizing amongst NBA fans. That's the Nuggets. 
All right, I'll give y'all a little backstory about the Nuggets. Obviously, they're having a very, very good season. As we're recording this, they are sitting at 28-12, and 12, number one team in the Western Conference. But this is a team that hasn't been to the playoffs in a couple of years. Their only real playoff experience is Paul Millsap. So do y'all think this team, as good as they are, are a real contender for this championship this year? I do. I think they will. And then once they get Will Barton back, they're going to get really into their groove. And I think that's going to really help them become the contender team we think they are. I'm not sure. As much as I like them. Uh, and I enjoy to watch them. Sometimes I still think they that like they're a team that could probably like just hypothetically speaking, they could get matched up with the Rockets in the first round, and James Harden can just kill them. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, they don't have a good wing I, defender. I also feel like they're the type of team that they can go into the playoffs and play like a veteran team that's been there every year, like the Spurs or something, and they could lose. So just, you're saying, yeah, pretender, or you saying contender? I'm, a, I'm on the pretender side right now. Not to say that they they don't have no chance at all, but right now I got to see a little bit more. Like, I got to see some. You know what the problem is? That we haven't season. seen them in full strength. Right. Yeah. We've seen them, like, with Yoki to Jamal Murray and Dennis Toy nobody Craig. Me, and, nobody mentioned yeah. Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. Um, uh, we right. haven't seen them. Yeah. I don't know what they expect. I, mean, I was talking about that uh, on a stream yesterday. Like, we don't know what he's going to be like. I, if anything, he just comes back. He can get them at least 10 to 15 points off the bench. Because I don't know if they're going to They're going to have one of the best bitches no. once he comes yeah. back. Gary Will Bart, Harris Will and Paul Millsap in and out. Like, I just, it, it, I, want, I would really love to get a stretch. Maybe it'll come in the second half where we can really see that team at full strength mm-hmm. and know exactly what we're getting. Because I want to believe that they're a contender. But again, sometimes they show then, me that pretender. Like, that game, then they go head to head with the Bulls that one time. Like, they be real inconsistent. They yeah. do good. And then, yeah. But I mean, that's every NBA team. Yeah, so yeah, I got to know. A lot of other teams, they're starting to come up. Like yeah. the Rockets. Yep. So they like were the to get matched up with like the Rockets, the Lakers. As of right now, they'll be matched up against the Lakers in and the first round. The Lakers. I'm and they don't. LeBron. Paul Millsap will probably be, have the LeBron assignment because yeah, he's done Lakers. it in the past. I'm, I'm, taking, a, I'm taking a man that's going to go yeah. into the finals the last several years. <laughs> I'm taking the Lakers as well. I'm taking the Lakers. So you just said they're contenders, but you saying they knocked down the first round now. When you put LeBron against them. Uh, okay, what if they play the Spurs? Like, what if they name, play the Spurs? The Spurs, the Spurs are seventh. What if the Spurs go down to eight and they play the Spurs? They got hella experience. They, right, you they do. Knock off the Spurs. Uh, see, they don't have anyone to match up with LaMarcus. So I think LaMarcus will have a huge series that, that round. If they and play the Spurs, the Rosen, I would go with the Nuggets. The Rosen will have a big series, too. They don't have anyone to I would go with the Nuggets. Gary Harris will match up with him. Yeah, but I'm taking the Rosen over Gary Harris. As far as my take goes, I, I don't know. If I had to pick one you of take the two. Him over him? In a game? Is that what you just said? Yeah. I mean, everybody's taking him over there. But you said they don't have anybody to match up with him. He can't match up with him. He can't as guard him. You, okay. I'd probably be more on the pretender side because I think we're too early. Their core is super young. Jamal Murray's just 21. Mm-hmm. Jokic is, what, 23, 24? I love Jamal Murray. Yeah, they're, they're very good. It reminds me of the Warriors before they were the Warriors when they had their three stars that were still super young. They went to the playoffs, and they lost in the first round to the Clippers, maybe, in a seven-game series? Yeah. Something like that. It reminds me of that team. Like, this Nuggets team is good. They're top ten on offense and defense, but in a seven-game series, you're going to need experience, especially if you're going against a Spurs or a the Spurs Lakers. The Lakers don't got much experience well, other than LeBron. LeBron. They got LeBron. That's, LeBron that's, that's all the experience you need. Okay. So <laughs> what are some other teams on there they would have a hard time against? Or at least be like you, What about, be what about them on the Trailblazers? What if they the play the Trailblazers? I think they could beat the Trailblazers. They can? It would be like I it think that would be a, a seven matchup. game series. They're definitely deeper than the Trailblazers, yeah. but again, they don't have like you think Jamal Murray can really guard Damian Lillard for a seven game series? No. Like really stop him? Probably not, right? No. Probably not. But I don't know nobody I, on the Trailblazers that right. can guard Jokic. 
Right. No. The same way though. Jokic determines their playoff run. If and he Jokic, comes out and be aggressive, he's been doing that lately. I would yeah. put that on Paul Millsap too, because defensively they need to keep it up. Mm-hmm. Like you said, they they're a good. They're a really good team defense. So if they could plan around, if they have some type of defensive strategy against Lillard, they could definitely slow. What them down. about them against the Clippers? I'm taking. Yeah, I'm taking, I'll take the Nuggets. Over I'm taking. The I didn't mean to cut you off, Mike, but no, the Clippers, no. Nuggets for sure. They got. They have a star. Yeah, I'm going next because they have. So they got Jokic. Yeah. What if the Jazz sneak in there? You think that because Jazz is there? Jazz are there. They've been. Yeah, they've been rolling been, lately. Donovan Mitchell. You think they can give the Nuggets some run? Yes, I honestly think so. I honestly think they could. I don't. I don't see a team on here that the Jazz couldn't give a run. Yeah, the mm-hmm. Jazz are just. A, they're when when they get into gear, they're a good team. When yeah. Donovan Mitchell shooting that's well, they're team. a very good team, and that's right. obvious. Obvious, but it's a real thing. And with Rudy Gobert, that's he could cover. He can cover Jokic. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he could definitely yeah. slow him down. And also, Game Donovan Mitchell's be, been playmaking a lot more lately. Game will be ref different too in the playoffs for Rudy. So. Yeah. They're not about to have them play off nationally televised games and he getting two, three fouls in the first few minutes. So right. move on to the next team. As you mentioned earlier, P the OKC Thunder. Are they a pretender or a contender? They're a contender. They're a contender. No doubt about it. They're, They're a contender. contender. But I, I think we all kind of know they, they faults with their team. Shooting is obviously one. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook decision made. It's gotten better. But it's gotten extremely better. His shot selection has kind of been like off the charts. That's just the thing that comes with him. Like that's just a gift and a curse. Um, unfortunately, or you could say fortunately, but you know I'll take that. He- like I said on Twitter, he's a headache, but he's worth the pain. I feel like he's made some of those shots before. Yeah, right. He's yeah, made them some before, a- and we be like, ah. But then it's like, how do you how do you tell a player to not take those shots when he's exactly. made them before? Real he's question. made big ones. Has he done any of that this year? Like, no, I, hell, hell I, no. Right, hell he's no. been missing been, a lot of those. Paul George been closing. But up his thing about the Spurs, Paul George missed a lot of closing shots in them. Yeah, too. so. Mm-hmm. You know, like he, I told KB this when we were bowling. I said, Russ, Russbrook would be the one player that I would love to have on my team. Yeah, he did he, say that. He'd love right. to play with them because he makes your job so much easier. He does. Like Ferguson, Stephen Adams, they have to do nothing. Ah, uh, they literally, he literally, it's placement. Them. They have to be in the right yeah, place. They have to be in the right place, but literally, he spoon feeds both of them the whole game. That game for sure. That was uh, right. Terrence Ferguson's career. This night. is down the stretch. He doesn't need to be that that shot maker. He needs to be that decision maker for them. Yeah. I so, think he could be both. I think he could be both. Like he that's made the right decision. decision. And like if he made he, the right decision giving Jerry and Grant that layup at the end. Yeah, that's a, that's a good decision. Everybody when, he's both, he when he's both, there's no stopping the That's what I'm saying. It's the decision-maker part. If he could kind of figure in when he needs to be aggressive with his shots and when he needs to be aggressive passing I think he ball. did a good job against the Spurs. I just no, he that, had a good that game. Last, that yeah. last possession um, when he took like the two threes, they could have probably got better looks or whatnot. But, you know, throughout that entire game, he did an excellent job. He's, he he was only 0 for 4 from 3, uh, which is better than like the 2 for 11 type thing. But, yeah. And he Paul George had plenty of looks and plenty of opportunities down the stretch. You know, and they just lost the game. And I think that that's he a team a that they can beat. That, uh, rebound off their free throw. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. a good look. Yeah, I, I, I thought that one was really going in. Like, I really yeah. did. The thing with Russell Westbrook is – Somebody found this or put this graph together on Reddit that shows his three-point distribution. Like, when does he shoot threes? Is it when this game is tied, when they're down by one, down by five? When they're down by ten, that's when you get Russell Westbrook yeah, chucking. He, he, he's he a, he's a hero ball. He's, he's trying to bring them back in the game. He's like, my teammates ain't doing it, so I need to do it. Um, that's where most of his shots go. And that seemed like something that would be normal, right? Yeah. Yeah. But no other star in the league is like that. When KD and them are down by ten, they're another, not chucking threes. Another also, thing they, with him is, like, he do so much, and he play at full speed so much. When they down ten, he ain't trying to go to the basket every time. Yeah. He's not. He's just not going to do it. 
just like against the Jazz in the series last year. He just started shooting threes. Because yeah, I just he was just out of gas. It's <laughs> just the better thing is to just pull out to pull out the three. And he is a guy that think he gonna make him. Right. Yeah. So he, I don't know if anybody got a bigger confidence than Russell. When Wilson. he's hitting them, you're like dead, bro. If, <laughs> if, if if we can go and and give surgery to Russell and give half of his confidence to Lonzo, the Lakers would be up to standings right now significantly. Because my gosh, has Kobe never been in the practice facility with these young Lakers? Does he he doesn't do anything with the Lakers, right? He'll show up to a game every once in a while. They be working out with him privately. Okay, like conversating with him, like him and Kuzma went out and had like stadium. how can and all how can you like that. Go, work out with Kobe and not get your shot confidence up? I feel like Kobe had me chucking them on. He got young to shoot them more. He got Jason Tatum taking more mid range jumpers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that this OKC team is like one piece away. Like their bench is like not very good, right? If they had like a bench score, I think they'd be so much better. And I mean, the trade market is probably going to have something to buy our market. I don't see why a shooter wouldn't go to OKC considering how good Russ sets up shooters. Right. So I don't know who it would be, but I feel like Chandler they, Parsons, you better oh, yeah. start looking. He's going to have a lot of teams I was looking at him. Yeah, he You would. think so? Yeah. Why wouldn't he? He wouldn't, yeah, Why he wouldn't, wouldn't hurt them all. All he would do is stretch the floor. He's another nice side. What is he, and like he, six? You eight, don't have yeah. to. The thing about Chandler Parsons is the money. That's the thing with him and the Grizzlies doing right now. So you're going to sign him at a very low minimum, and you just and that's it. So I don't see the, the risk is worth the reward. If you sign him, he don't do shit. He, yeah, he's he going to sit on the bench. Yeah, and what, he making, what, a million dollars? Okay. But now if you're paying him the 20, if you traded for him, and you got to pay him the 20 and the rest of that $93 million contract, then it's like, should we do it? But if you if he just get a buyout and you just sign right. him it's, to a minimum, it's a low risk, high yeah, reward. Yeah, low risk, high reward, definitely. Especially for a team like them, because I don't think they would make a break on Chandler Parsons because they already have Schroeder oh, yeah. and Noel, and then they have their starters. Yeah, so. and if it's not working out, they can literally just take him out the rotation. So, so why don't they just go back and get Corey Brewer again? Because it's Corey Brewer. Corey Brewer, oh, and he yeah. played basketball in a long ass yeah. time. Yeah, and we, 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 we talking about Corey, shooting. Corey we we talking about shooting. Oh, yeah, that shooting part of the game. Shooting like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. weak. That's because it's My final verdict, I had him as a contender. Everybody's a contender. Yeah. Contender. Yeah. contender for All sure. Right. Let's move on to the Easter Conference. The Pacers. A polarizing team as well. They are very good this season, 28 and 14, one of the best records in the league. I'll say contender. A finals contender, a championship contender. That's, That's what we're talking about. No, no, not not a, a pretender. Okay, they will not be in. A what are they? What are they missing for you? Why? What makes another them a, another solidified like star almost? So you think that you need? Because you just said that the Nuggets are a contender, but they only have one star. Yeah, but they have more. They have better surrounding pieces. You think so? The because Jokic. the Pacers are a very deep team. They are, but the Nuggets are also a very deep team that we haven't seen in full strength yet either. Okay. They're a pretender to me. Um, and I know Pacers fans are going to be mad because they feel like they are contenders. But they have the most confidence in the league, <laughs> Pacers fans, uh, realistically. <laughs> when, when, it's just when I, when I paired them against the other teams in the East, even yeah. with the Celtics struggling, I still take the Celtics over them. Um, I take the Raptors over them. And I, I take the Sixers and the Bucks over them. Yeah. Um, you, I just don't know. Like when, you, when we get to playoffs and it's Jimmy, Ben, and Joel, I don't think they're going to be able to handle that. When you're talking about the Raptors, and you know what? 
Yeah, I don't know if the out of those four teams, I don't know what team right. that, they could, that I would pick yeah, them against. That's I, I have them yeah. as a pretender just because it's surrounded teams that they would have to go against yeah. to even get close to the finals. You have them as a contender? He no, said pretender. I have, no, I have them as a pretender. Yeah, they miss it. They seem, they seem like they would do good in the regular season. Obviously. It's you know the team that like? took LeBron to seven. In, in the he first took round, LeBron to seven. He took LeBron. They took LeBron. LeBron to seven. They took LeBron. <laughs> to seven. I, would like to, um, I, would, I would like to see them upgrade the point guard position. I know a lot of people like Darren Collison, and I do too. But I just feel like he is great and perfect as a backup point guard. I don't know how you're going to upgrade or what you're going to do or whatever. But I would have just liked the idea of them putting Tyreek Evans at the one. He's he's been struggling this year. Yeah, yeah I would. But, I would like. But he's that also too. playing a lesser role. Like, I would like. He, them, he doesn't I would have like the ball as much. I would like that too. Uh, I mean, those second units, like it's, it's kind of his his lead. Yeah, but the second unit is the thing. If he could play with that first unit, that's a different. Having, yeah, he has it, more it, talent. It does more make weapons. a difference when you play Bondanovic and Victor Oladipo like on the wings. Minutes. I'm gonna see how many minutes they've played together with him at the one. Are um are different because Bondanovic shooting them up. He letting them all rip. Um, what what's up with Miles Turner? How y'all feeling about Miles Turner? Miles Turner's a solid NBA player. I think he just fits their team. He doesn't really do much. Sabonis fits right. their team. Yeah, Sabonis no, fits their team right. very well. He, he's a solid NBA player. He ain't yeah. really, like, uncapped his potential yet. He's not going to be a player to ever. I don't think he's going to ever average 20-plus. No. He's a very good defender, and he scores when he can. similar to Jaron Jackson. But his roles are a lot better. He's I, I think he's a better player than Jaron Jackson for sure. Because he his, be. in his in right, right, his impact is a lot is a lot deeper. I really like Miles Turner, but I like Sabonis more, way yeah. more. I don't even think it's. But I like them together, not together in the lineup together, but like as a someone coming off the bench. Yeah. Sabonis yeah. coming off the bench has been great for them. Yeah. So people, so many people be asking why does Sabonis start more? Is like because Miles Turner fits that starting lineup a little bit more because of his defensive presence. Mm-hmm. But having Sabonis come off the bench for the right. backup centers, he killed the Bulls. Yeah, he killed the Bulls, and now he started because Miles Turner is injured. Um, I like I like their their two headed big man lineup. I like it. Yeah, and Miles Turner gonna block shots for sure. Yeah, that's, that's what that's he do. One yeah, that's one thing. That's one thing he definitely he does. Block shots. I'm trying to look at this three point percentage. He's shooting thirty nine percent, which is good. He only shooting one point nine though, so maybe he should shoot more of those. How many shots he take a game? <sighs> Ten, and he only played twenty eight minutes a game. Yeah, I mean it's hard for him to stay on the 13 floor. Thirteen points, seven rebounds, and two assists. Yep. It's good numbers. Yeah, that yeah. Like, Jaren that's Jackson like the, is the he's been having for the last couple of years. Yeah, basically. Like very similar? Yeah. Very, very similar he to what improved. he's been doing. He hasn't improved since his, really since his rookie year. Offensively, maybe not. Yeah. Defensively, he's definitely got a lot better than his rookie season. I also would say pretender because there's there's so many teams above them. And I, whatever team they match up against, they're going to give them some good-ass run. Right. Yeah. right? The what first round, say about I couldn't find it. I don't even know what websites even go to to find like lineups like oh maybe basketball reference right basketball yeah, reference would be the place. Um, I f- I just feel as if so the first round if we were ended right now they match up against the Miami Heat they should win they that, should series. Win that there series. There might be like a six game series. And then after that they'd have to match up against one of the juggernauts that we talked about. And I don't see them beating them. I don't I don't see no. them beating them in a seven game series. Is Victor Oladipo even a, like a superstar? Is he anywhere near that? I wouldn't say super. He's a star. He's, he's a, a star. He's a star. Yeah, he's these a star. lineups that they got him in are crazy. They got he was starting when Oladipo wasn't playing. Right. That's the most minutes played lineup he's been with. Where it's him, Collison, Bondanovic, Dad, and Turner. He's also played with Corey Joseph, Doug McDermott, Sabonis, and Thaddeus, which is the off the bench lineup. It looks like. Mm-hmm. So he's not even a, the main guard there. It's Corey Joseph. And then they have a lineup again where it's Corey Joseph, 
Tyreek by Donovic looks like Doug McDermott. Just a small ball lineup off the bench. Well, look Doug. at that lineup with a plus 11 rating. Read that lineup and tell me how that lineup is good. Uh, Tyreek, Corey, TJ Leaf, McDermott. That's because they can spread the floor. All they do is spread the floor. That's, that's so weird. That How many minutes played? 33 minutes played, they're plus 11, which is crazy because that's not a very, very good lineup. It's a plus 15 with him, Corey, Joseph, McDermott, Sabonis, and Thad Young as well. And but then, we don't have a lineup with him as the point guard with the starting unit. Mm-hmm. At all. See, that's why his numbers are so juiceless. Because yeah. he was the main ball handler with Mike Conley. Mike Conley went down, yes, sir. Um, yeah, it looks like he be playing some small four and something like Corey Joseph, yeah. Oladipo, Tyreek, Sabonis, Stad. Yeah, he's playing a small four in that lineup. When he's used properly, you see his yeah. true talent. When him and Oladipo are on the floor, he's a small four. Y'all move on to the next team? Yeah. Do it. The Lakers. Eighth seed right now. Um, LeBron's supposed to be reevaluated on the 16th, right before they go on this big, tough schedule run. Are they a contender or a pretender? Honestly, we wouldn't even be having this conversation, but it's LeBron. So, what do y'all think? They're a contender. With, because yeah, with LeBron on their roster, it's a contender, like yeah. instantly. And I see that they're getting confidence. Um, they're, they're a contender because the team that he had last year is worse than one he has this year, and he carried them all the way to the finals. And he swept the number one team in the. East. My, my so. argument against that would be the teams he's going to go against this year is going to be a lot better. They're going to be a lot better, but he has better talent around him, so I think that's going to help him carry them further. Yeah, the Lakers, I, I'm not saying they're a playoff team without LeBron. They're not. But they're not. If you watch them, he's exactly what they need. Right. Like, he's the band aid over the boo boo. Because right. <laughs> they literally just need somebody that's going to be one, be a veteran. And I say they have Tyson Chandler, Lance, you, all those other guys, but they're not going to have the same presence as a LeBron James. Which yeah, obviously, yeah. I mean, he means like on the court in the right. locker room. If you watch, yeah, if you like watch any time we get down, at least like ten points, and they just they going on a run. They put their ears down. They don't they have just, an answer. Yeah, they yeah. just do not. They don't have that person. That's I don't think that they should be a playoff team without LeBron. They would be one of the youngest teams. They'd be like a Kings team. Yeah, they wouldn't. They no, wouldn't I'm be. I'm not a saying team. they are a player, but they, they're they, very but good they, team. But that, that shouldn't even be an argument because they shouldn't. They they wouldn't supposed to be a playoff team as that young. They like that wouldn't even be a thing. We wouldn't if like they didn't have LeBron. We wouldn't come up here and make it a big deal that they're not a playoff team. Just like when the Kings fall out of the playoffs and don't make it, we're not gonna be like oh. They not a playoff team. Like they're not supposed to be. They're young as hell. I'm not saying they. I'm not saying they were. And they're still right there, though. The Kings. Yeah, but I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. I don't. I just don't think. Hey, they, they said they're trying to trade for Nance Cancer, man. That would, so that would give them a push. That would give them a push for sure. With the Jazz, I don't think they're gonna make it. No, they, they, no, the Kings are not a playoff team either. <laughs> as much as I love the Kings, they're not a playoff team either. But I'll take the Lakers as a contender. Hell yeah, they got LeBron James. Uh, being in the West is cool, but um, I just think it depends with, on what team they match up with in the first round. If they get the Warriors, uh, no. Do y'all think about how? Can y'all think about how insane that is? That this one player turns this team to an instant contender. Just this one player turns See, him into like a, that. For, I, like I, that for I, I know, but they, like that is what so. What happened when he left Miami? They missed they, the playoffs next year. What happened when he left Cleveland? They uh, the they're the worst, worst team, team in the league. league. <laughs> <laughs> we, we see how no, no, but, twice. twice. Right, twice. no, right. I know this is what he's been doing his whole career, but I'm just showing some appreciation for it because nobody's really been like that, right? That's yeah. what the appreciation comes when you call him the GOAT. And but it's if you really look at it, the pieces that he puts around him, when he leaves, they're literally nothing. The pieces that he needs around this him. This is a little bit different situation. This was some actual young guys on his team. Yeah, he This is why I don't think that – I don't. This is why I really don't think that they should trade any of the young pieces. 
And, you know, it's it's kind of crazy because you would want a guy, like he's saying, that could come in and change the the sculpture. But I don't know if I want to give up my young talent yeah, just to win with LeBron, to, to have a chance, a better chance to win with LeBron when you're saying you live in the West. But when I look at Brandon Ingram playing with LeBron, he just doesn't fit. Him. Yeah, that's my so that's Yeah, he's not a great fit. That's the yeah. whole thing about his trade. It's never how he was performing. It's just I don't think his play style meshes well with LeBron. Which yes. Like, Cal Kuzma is the perfect, the right. perfect fit alongside right. LeBron. He could be that secondary scorer and not even have to actually really control the ball. Mm-hmm. That's be- why I think he's the one piece that they shouldn't look to trade. Mm-hmm. They're not going to look to trade him. Huh? No, he's untouchable. Not. I hope not. And if I'm the Pelicans and I'm trying, I, they calling me his name. Better be in the thing. <laughs> it better be. Um, but it that, better that's be. the that's the bad thing about this thing. You got him for the next four years. But I like to like if there's no LeBron in this picture, this team is this team is, has one of the brightest futures. When you look at a lineup of exactly. Lonzo, Hart, Ingram, Kuzma, and shit Zubac now. And that, when y'all that, asked me when before he even went to the Lakers, y'all was asking me, do we want him? Like it was an indecisive. It was answer, indecisive because I didn't like, know how he was going to affect our growth. So how do you forward. feel now, 40 games in? Are you glad LeBron is there? That's I mean, probably yeah. still 50-50, ain't it? I mean, I'm, was, glad, I'm glad he's here. I'm never going to say I don't want LeBron on my team. Of course. I, it's days I still wonder what, what Because it's be. still – my thing is it's just not guaranteed. Right, because I can't even answer right. that question because I don't even see, like – so because realistically speaking, this could be the Brandon Ingram we see for the rest of his career. We don't yeah. know if he has another step or even Lonzo. But or Cal we Kuzma. do know when he is not playing with LeBron James, he's numbers. a better player. Yeah. Yeah. He's that. That's what we do know. And, and you see it like it's definitely it's, it's a whole, it's a whole he has, different. He's a really good decision maker. With the My ball. thing is, imagine trading him because you have LeBron. You're trying to speed up a process and get the championship, and you don't win a championship yeah. in those four years. And he goes off and is a, 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 a all star. And I think else. that's the that's the determinant end goal to see if we really won with San LeBron is if we get that championship. That's like the whole thing about bringing it. That's, that's where LeBron that goes. Yeah, anyway, yeah, that's anywhere, what I'm saying. Yeah. So my it's last question to y'all dealing with the Lakers. Because y'all will be the only team he didn't want a championship with. So my last question with y'all is, um, if they don't trade anybody this season, obviously they're not winning the championship. Well, not obvious, I guess, because y'all say he's there. What if they won a championship with this team? Then that would be instant yeah, goat. Like there's, there's go. no, there's no. Go. Okay. First year in the West. What if he won a championship and he didn't get the MVP, the Finals MVP? This, it goes to like Kuzma. Yeah, some yeah. random <laughs> big, big snow, big snow. My question with y'all is, okay, they would kill LeBron. So he didn't even get the Finals MVP. So the reason y'all saying y'all don't want the trade is because there's potential to sign somebody. Mm-hmm. So let's say we get to the offseason, no names come to LA. Do you do you make the trade then, or are you still banking on these players getting better? My thing about the trade is. Lakers gonna do whatever they want to do. I just like this young core a lot, and I think if this young core stays together with a Le- with or without LeBron James, they're gonna be a good team. Especially when you look at these other teams. Let's say three years, the Warriors ain't the Warriors in three years. The Rockets, you know what I mean? It might not be the Warriors. Be better, year. you know. But the Thunder, Paul George, and Russell Westbrook, three years older. The Blazers, those dudes, are three years older. Like a lot of these teams. Where's the like the Kings are going to be good, you know what I mean? The Suns probably be a better team, but the Lakers would be a team yeah, that's going to be. It does feel like we ending in that term where like players are starting in a couple of years. Players are starting to be leaving their primes, and a lot of yeah. our players in the league that are superstars are kind of in that like twenty seven to thirty range. I mean, y'all got three guys. I don't know if they're ever going to be all stars, but they have all star potential. Mm-hmm. Kuzma has all star potential. potential. Ingram has all star potential. Lonzo, I don't care how you feel about him, has all star potential. Doesn't mean he will be an all star. Don't mean all of them. They might all never be all stars, but they have the potential. Right. And then you got good players that are complimentary, like Josh Hart. I think he compliments the hell out of them. So 
I don't know, but that that's why it, it's so sticky to go and sign a LeBron James type of guy. Next team, the Bucks. Would they have been a Paul? What, what if Paul George went there and LeBron didn't go? Would they have be a playoff team right now? I uh, never mind. Never mind. What's the next team? The Bucks. <laughs> contender or pretender? Contender. 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 No yeah. The highest point differential in the league. Giannis playing 25 minutes sometimes because they don't need him out there. Come on, man. This team is definitely a contender. 50% from three. Brogdon's still shooting 50% and 99% from the free throw line. Right. 99% (laughs) from the free throw line. He's shooting 99%. 99%. He's on record, on pace to beat the record from Jose Calderon, I'm pretty sure. I'm going to slap you if you'll see you. Stop doing it. So this is not. Yeah, so this is yeah, not this a conversation. This team is a contender. contender. Okay. Do you think they need anything before? Like no. anything? Nope. They, nope. They're, they're, they're good. Oh, uh, maybe a little bit more benched up through like. You can never have too much bench. Yeah, yeah because no, especially going into the playoffs. Dante DiVincenzo, Sterling Tony Brown, Snell. Tony Snell, Pat Connaughton. You want to trust those guys? Really? I don't know. But it, like in this current rendition of their roster, they're a contender. If they get any better, then that's just a plus. You know. Okay. So that was easy. The Rockets slowly making their way up. Could they be in the same place they were I'll last year or Confer- farther? Are you saying like conference finals? Contender championship. Could they be in the same place and then further? If you're talking about are they going to win a championship? No. He's so you're saying they're not a contender? Are they contender? They're not a contender. Really? I don't see. I don't know. They they gonna have to show me some in the playoffs, and that's obvious. But it's always something that see, holds them back in the playoffs. Yeah, I gotta see how they play like, fully with Chris Paul and Eric Gordon back. So you're saying pretender as well until then? Yeah, until further notice. It's just all the factors that's going with them right now. I don't know if that's the same thing that's gonna be in the playoffs. Listen, I, I don't know. If James Harden is going to get the calls he's doing, I don't know if his legs are going to be the same the way they are. So right do you now. think they were pretender last year, even though they were one game away? No, no, I thought no. They were, they were a way better team last year. Listen. I spoke on this, what, two months ago? This team is a pretender. I think y'all tripping, dog. <laughs> you think the are contender? I think they're a contender. They're a contender. As long as they do that silly-ass basketball that they do, they're going to be a contender. To ask that man to make those type of shots. It's not even him, though. It's the role players, too. They asked Gerald Green to make some of those shots. Awesome Rivers step Eric back Gorn. three. Like, Eric Gordon has to make some That's the shots. funniest part, because when James Harden is on the bench, they run the same team, but now it's Austin Rivers' game. Yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I don't think that basketball do can that? beat teams that are just as good as them or better. I, yeah. I don't think it can do that. Because they go through stretches where they miss, like, 10 or 11 or shots. 27. Or 27. <laughs> like, so it's going to be hard for them to make up that ground against the top teams. In the I West. like their team a lot. I really do. But I just don't like the offensive scheme, and I don't like the analytic basketball that they play. Because, again, when you eliminate something, you just you, you hold you, – you make it harder for yourself when you don't have to. I think the Warriors are so good because they literally take what you give them. If you if you if they're in transition and you lock up the paint or you go to protect the paint, Steph and Clay are going to run to the corners for threes. If you try to run them off the three point line, Clay, Durant, even Steph, if in the last couple years they go back door, but last couple years Steph has been taking a lot more mid range jumpers. So they just take whatever you give them. So and I think that's just the smartest thing to do instead of going into something like, yeah, we just want threes and layups. I'll be watching like fast break transition plays and like Gerald Green, one of the best leapers ever, would just run to the corner. It just looks so bad. Like that's why I hate watching them. And did, but then it go in and it be like, hey, that was a crazy play, James Harden. But <laughs> I, I'm saying James Harden is credit though. A lot of teams are kind of seeing what he's doing. That's why and he's they, so good. Right. They're adapting. They're trying to double team and anything. But the Nuggets. He just, he's, yeah, the Nuggets, Nuggets try to double team. team they they played him very well, too. Very just, well in the first they half. They still went off for 30, too. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the Nuggets won that game, right? No, I think they might have. No, the Nuggets, I think they won that game. I'm not sure. I can just Actually, check. I'm, I'm literally Rockets right game. here. I don't even know why I'm asking. I think the Rockets won. 
Uh, the Rockets did win that game. Yeah, yep, Rockets the Rockets did win, win that game. game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the what I did want to talk about was Demarcus Cousins. We got like a return date. I don't know yeah. how that slipped all Next the way week. fifty minutes in. Uh, the eighteenth. Tw- the eighteenth. Yeah. Right against, now, the Warriors. The and he's going to automatically start. It's automatically start. Right now, the Warriors are the last team in points in the paint. Did y'all know that? That's going to change significantly. And you know who's going to help that change? Boogie Goddamn him. Boogie Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> Do y'all yeah, expect he, him to come in and be a twenty-point scorer? Yep. After know. the Achilles. Yep. I know, like, yeah, I don't think – I'm not worried about his game being affected. I just don't know how much – how productive he's going to be with the people around him. Gonna I think he'll be productive. a 20-point score. I'm but just, at the same time, I know – I feel like Steph, KD, all of them are just going to be feeding him. To I'm interested to see real. how he's going to get his 20 points. We're Is he going to be in the paint? Is he going to be shooting threes? Yeah. Is he going to be dribbling? Uh, I think we're going to see a lot, all of it. And then we also want to get to see his playmaking ability Because he has more. that. He yeah. definitely has it. Because now he has – he's going to demand a double piece, team. Right. And you can't double team him. And if you do, the man's the best big, big man in the NBA when he's healthy. It's, no even, it's not even a question. The man got. I think Joel Embiid. I'd go with yeah. Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is definitely nah. in that discussion. He and there's a lot of people in the discussion, but he ain't nah, better than Joel Boogie. Embiid. Is very arguable that you can say he's I'm better. I'm good. Than I'm taking. And Embiid's better defensively. Also, Boogie, you going with Embiid too? Yeah, I'm Boogie going Embiid. Got that shit. He get off the rebound. He go coast to coast on your ass like a guard. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, especially since he lost seen, that we weight. We ain't seen him playing a minute, so we yeah. we definitely gotta. He's rocking Pumas nowadays, right? I like it. And he got the all-black drinks on him fire. And they got so many colorways that they ain't even drop yet. They they slacking, bro. I be watching NBA players play. Like, Marvin Bagley got some dope ones. I'm like, can I get those, please? Can you <laughs> release them to the general public? But they haven't yet. Uh, the last team is not for the championship, but the playoffs, the right? Playoffs. So we still in this period of time where a lot of teams are contending for the last couple spots. So if we go to the Easter Conference, the way this is working – we have the Nets, the Hornets, the Pistons, and the Wizards, right? All still in relative contentions. Do y'all think the Pistons are out of it? No. No. They're on the four-game skid. Oh. Um, we said, oh, well. They just lost to the Lakers. They got some. They yeah. lost to the Kings, lost to the Spurs, lost to the Jazz. But they also lose games to bad teams. They lost yeah. to the Magic. and They have they the have Hawks. Griffin and Andre Drummond, but they don't have much after that. No. That's it, yeah. So do y'all think it's a playoff I'm going to say pretender. For the but playoffs? The, thing is, the yeah. thing is, though, I don't know. I can say the contender, though. You think they don't Laker, make it? And Andre, they could carry them to the playoffs, but after that, I don't know. My, the reason I say contender for the playoffs because even once you name in that stuff that you they're one and a half game right out, there. yeah, right, they right there. You know I mean? think the Nets are the more like team that's going to be locked in. But I think the Nets are a playoff team too. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. they're lo- they're a lock. So I don't oh, know. I don't know if I'm going lock though. <laughs> I mean, it's still a possibility. We still got a lot of basketball left. I don't I, know if I would say lock, but I'm putting them as a I lock. like them. I'm I like them. Like we remember that. We remember that. That's a good lock out of the choices we have. If there was any team to make your lock, it is him. It is the Wizards. Uh, the Wizards are about two games. They're yeah, right two games out. The Pistons. Mm-hmm. That's why I name it's like four teams and two Hornets, games out. Pistons, Wizards, Magic, and then the Magic are still in the contention. And I'm too. taking the Pistons over all of those teams. Over the Hornets. Yep. And because of who? Because of Blake Griffin. No doubt about it. And I think this is a team that might be able to put something together around trade deadline. I was seeing some things. Somebody threw out the name Jeremy Lin. What pieces do they have? Like, what pieces would they even have to give? Other than, like, are they giving away their first-round pick? Some team could – I don't know. Shit, they might. (laughs) They're not getting no buyout players. Nobody's buying out and going to Detroit. There's some things there. Luke Kennard, some things there. But, yeah, I see a name that I've seen tied with them. You don't like Luke Kennard? He might be, like, their fourth-best player. Yeah, well, I'm, saying, I'm saying, why you say it like that? 
Because I don't think like his trade value is skyrocketing or something. You don't think? The, uh, you think? Let I me mean, ask you this question: Would the Hawks trade Jeremy Lamb for Luke Kennard? Yeah, they would. The monies won't match up though. I don't. I don't be caring about the money because they gonna make it work. No, nah, but they whenever would. they whenever the NBA teams want to trade to happen, they make any, it work. Any NBA ready player would be a, a nice addition for them. Huh? Any player that's like a solid starter currently? Yeah, he's just a quality player. Just a quality player, player team, the for the Pistons. For any, yeah, yeah, for the yeah. Pistons. Because they, they Cause man, like, I hate that team they got so much. Bruce like Brown. watching them. They got Bruce Brown. Still. Bruce, yeah, Bruce Brown. Brown be hooping. He aye. He be hooping. But he, man, he's a rookie. He's a rookie. So, like, he's what a rookie looks like. And yeah. I think he was a late first round, second round pick. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's Out what Miami that is. Miami repping 305. Him and Lonnie Walker. So, we'll go to the Western Conference for the last question. The same thing. Obviously, this was a little bit more deeper. Um, we have the Lakers obviously there because of without LeBron, they've been skidding a little bit. The Jazz are starting to make their way up. The Kings are still there. The Pelicans have won three in a row. And now the Mavs have won two in a row. And the Timberwolves, the Timberwolves. and the Grizzlies, all of them are still in play, all of them within three games or four games. Carl Ka- Lindy Towns is playing amazing. Every team in the West like, is in it except the Suns. Except for the Suns. It's a 14 man race. So the out of the just got Nico back too. They did just get Nico so back. And now they're on the they run. The Lakers. Right, the Lakers. Yeah. So you don't think the Spurs can fall out or the Clips can fall out to make another they, spot they could, available? But I don't think they will. Um, I'm no. sorry. I got to apologize to Spurs Nation again. I don't even know if, if that's yeah, what they you, call you had it. It was bold prediction. It was a bold prediction. I think they don't even remember that you did I hope that. you remember our bold predictions because some of mine have been coming true. And I, I want y'all to remember those. Like not the bad ones. I think uh, the one team that's the Bucks. The I said the Bucks are going to be a top seed, and then I said De'Aaron Fox is going to be real good. And uh, you say he's going to be a twenty point score. Yeah, he's averaging eighteen point seven. So I'm a little you're off. almost there. I'm a little off, but I mean, I was right in what I was going no, he's with. Twenty point score. Yeah, if you average eighteen, you're twenty. Point yeah, score. that question's hard because I don't. No, know. I'll take that back. Because if a dude averages eighteen every year, he's technically not. A he's not a twenty point <laughs> score. But he took that big jump. You know, that's yeah. that yeah. is the same. I don't know who's falling out out of those teams. Yeah, because the Spurs. The Spurs are like, so would y'all lock these eight in, even yeah. though they're still people contender? Yep. yep. Hell yeah. Over the Mavericks and shit like that. Yeah. I know the Jazz are coming, but. I got them. Y'all don't think there's any way the Clips fall out? Because if anybody, yeah. it might be them. Yeah, I like them, though, so I'm hoping not. Okay. Yeah, I like them, too. Hey, to end the show, last last episode we ended the show and we was comparing since it was coming up and things like that, and people was hitting me up personally and saying how much they love that. So to end the show, I came with a game as well just because of how much y'all said y'all liked it. This game is going to be ran different. I know sometimes we do it when it's uh, they get it wrong, you can steal it. But I'm going to just ask y'all some people. Y'all, I'm going to give y'all the options. Y'all pick it. And the game is called Comparisons Comparisons is Irrelevant. Okay, so I'm going to throw out a name. The name that I throw out is the comparison. And then I'm going to throw the three people out who that they said that was his comparison. Okay, but I got So, you. first one, Larry Bird. I know that. I literally know this one because I know this is <laughs> one is of the me? dumbest things ever. Um, we'll start with Derek. Yeah, okay. start with Derek. Uh, or should we start with Mike? It don't matter. It don't really matter. Now, who you think would be more fo- who had a more foolish answer? <laughs> Derek. Derek okay, would definitely have more Derek. foolish answer. Okay, so Larry Bird. Okay. The people that they said was his comparison. Gordon Hayward, Adam Morrison, or Dirk? Dirk. Wrong. We're not stealing? No, no stealing. Okay. Adam, it was Adam Morrison. Adam Morrison. It just seemed like a name. Yeah, it was so, Adam Morrison. KB, Dirk. Dirk. Killing me. The comparison. Dirk and Tracy McGrady. Your options. Kevin Durant. Ke- correct. 
Thank you. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I, used, I used to be on uh, NBA draft. Don't tell my secret. Okay. I used to go on their website all the time, so I, I'm going to body this. Mike, D-Wade slash Jason Kidd. Oh, I know this one too. Options, Russell Westbrook, Donovan Mitchell, Derrick Rose. I'm dead. Derrick Rose. This is Derrick Rose. Yeah, I Mike, that one. I mean, uh, D-Mills, Carmelo, Michael Beasley, Tobias Harris, Tobias or Derrick Williams. Tobias Harris. Wrong. No. No. What? You think a dude out of Tennessee was getting compared to, to <laughs> Melo? Contrail, Vince Carter. Tell him what the real answer was. Uh, Michael Beasley. Yep. Okay. Um, and then the uh, Larry Bird one. Okay, we said Adam Morris. Okay. Yeah. Vince Carter, hmm. Andrew Wiggins, DeMar DeRozan, Gerald Green. One of these guys have... Vince Carter in their thing, but they have another player too. This Ooh, dude is solely, solely give me the first Carter. two options again. Uh Andrew Wiggins, DeMar DeRozan, Gerald Green. I think DeMar DeRozan is the one with the two. So I'm gonna go Wiggs. You were so close. It's I was flipped. backwards. It's Damn. Damn. It was okay. like uh Andrew Wiggins is like Vince Carter and Gerald Wallace or something okay. like that. Damn. Uh Mike, Scotty Pippen, Danny Granger, Kawhi, or Paul George? Oh yeah. Danny Granger. Paul George. Paul George. I, when I, was, I tried to go not the obvious. Yeah, sometimes it is yeah, the obvious, yeah. though. Yeah, sometimes it is. That's how I made it. I went to the yeah. stupid ones because you don't know. Because some people say, like, Tobias Harris or something, you know, which is crazy. <laughs> D.D. Mills. <laughs> Brandon Roy. Evan Turner. C.J. McCollum. Michael Carter-Williams. Oh, I don't know this one. C.J. McCollum. Evan Turner was the right answer. Evan Turner. That's Very such bad. a weird, yeah, that's, that's a bad Ooh, comparison. That's a bad comparison. That's, that's a bad, bad comparison. Put that in. Um... Michael Conley slash Chris Paul, Jeff Teague, Drew Holiday, Kyrie Irving, Kyrie. Yes. That seems like they so you got two, right? Yeah. Kyrie. I, I got two. Um, OJ Mayo, Austin Rivers, Bradley Beal, Dion Waiters, Austin Rivers. Yes. Oh, I, I was thinking um, the second guy, um, Gerald Wallace slash. Andre Iguodala. I remember this one too. <laughs> Josh Jackson, Michael Kidd Gilchrist, or Harrison Barnes? Harrison Barnes. Michael Kidd Gilchrist. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to go with the not so obvious one. <laughs> Contrell. Uh huh. Brooke Lopez, Br- Lopez, Lopez, and Al Jefferson. Cat, Jaleel, Aeneas Cantor. Cat. No. Oh. Jaleel Okafor. <laughs> oh, right, right. Jaleel Okafor was the man coming out of college. Yeah, Damn, why did I not think about you that? You take the lead, and, Mike. And back to the I'm basket, ready. Brooke Lopez. What am I doing? Russell Westbrook. D'Angelo, uh, D'Angelo Russell. Zach Levine or John Wall. Zach Levine. Correct. Yeah, I'm they always compare lead. players to people I'm that went to the school lead. with them. So you got lead? Yeah, three. I got three. Okay. I got two. Okay. Do you have one? No, he no. does not. <laughs> okay. Um, Steph Curry slash Juan Dixon. Now, I'm going to take some slack over this because I know you don't know who Juan, Juan Dixon, Dixon is. Um, I don't even know if I know who that is. Uh, he used to play for the Wizards, went to Maryland University. But anyway, Steph Curry slash Juan Dixon. Lonzo, CJ, Buddy Hill. Lonzo. No. Buddy Hill? CJ McCullough. Hmm. Um. Reggie Miller. Okay. Jeremy Lamb. Alan <laughs> Crabb. What? Or Clay Thompson. It's not Clay. <laughs> See, that's how you mix it up, people that's watching. Because, damn, you want to say Clay, but then it's like, damn, he's too good. But then it's like, it's two other garbage ones, too. What was the first two? You said Jeremy Lamb. And who else? Alan Crabb. 
Yeah. What? Who? Jeremy Lamb. Correct. Oh, <laughs> that's crazy. That's, that's crazy. crazy. This is the last one. Hmm. So he tied this for the win. Kevon Looney. <laughs> I'll be mad if somebody compared me right. to Kevon. John Collins, hmm. Kyle Kuzma, OG. I don't oh, know. This is too easy. Let me get OG. Yes. Let's go. Oh, oh. I wasn't even thinking OG. So, okay. <laughs> OG to Kevon Looney. <laughs> to Kevon Looney? Yes. I was pissed. I was pissed. Right, I was just it. doing some homework on uh, the, the website. The worst one was that Sean Stevenson was compared to MJ. <laughs> I can see a little bit of it. What? <laughs> yeah. Look up the Sean Stevenson. No, no, no. Oh, I thought you said Sean Livingston. But yeah, the Sean, <laughs> Sean, Stevenson. Sean Stevenson. He dropped 100 in a high school game, and they went crazy. He was compared to him. Yeah, but I thought you said Sean Livingston. My heart dropped. Oh, I'm like, hold no. up. Sean Livingston was uh, Magic Johnson, Penny Hardaway. Yeah. But yeah, to Sean uh, Stevenson. But Thank y'all so much. So I think that's the first game I won. It, it might, might be, be. in the it whole the whole history. So I was I'm mad at all? myself. I don't know, but I'm mad at myself. You had some good ones. That Dirk slash T Mac was a good one. You ain't even let me get the rest of my answers yeah, up. I remember that vividly. I had Chris Stapps and Anthony Davis in that one. But Thank yeah. y'all. Um, peace. Peace.